Caitlin has a thriving career. She loves music, she has hobbies, and while she is a mother, she doesn't believe that should define her. I can relate to that, and maybe you can too. I'm Heather Kuntz, and this is Motherhood Material. Just a heads up, for some reason, this episode's audio is a bit rough, but Caitlin's story is still really important, and I hope you'll stick with it. For many women, motherhood was always part of the plan. Some people are just born with a desire to mother. They have baby dolls, they're drawn to babysitting, or they just can't wait to have kids of their own. But that's not the case for everyone, including Caitlin. For a long time, I thought, I am absolutely not going to be a mom. And I saw a lot of the, the nitty-gritty and the kind of the dark side of motherhood that my mom went through. So for a long time, I was like, nope, I do not want to be a mom. I am adamant that I'm never going to have kids. But soon, Caitlin met her husband, and as is often the case, she started to warm up to the idea of motherhood. We kind of talked about it and decided, you know, actually, this might be something that we want to go ahead and do. So we started planning um, then we got pregnant. It was a bit quicker than they expected, but Caitlin's pregnancy was no doubt the first of many unexpected motherhood moments. We kind of just stumbled into it. It wasn't something I had, we had really talked about, and it was really fast. Um, we had been trying for about a month before I got pregnant with my son, so it was, it was just really fast, and it happened all of a sudden, and it was just kind of weird. Her pregnancy and birth were relatively uneventful, which is a good thing. But Caitlin soon found that new motherhood isn't as easy as it's often portrayed. In fact, it was significantly harder. It was really hard on me because I'm not, I, I don't do well on very little sleep. And I think I had kind of ignored some issues that I've been having mentally for a while. And I think that kind of exacerbates it when you're on low sleep and trying to take care of a newborn. And So it wasn't fun. All moms know sleep is a thing of the past when you bring baby home, but that doesn't make it easier. Coupled with feeding, isolation, and all the other newborn stages, it's hard. Caitlin experienced that firsthand. And I really do attribute to the fact that I don't do well on very little sleep, but I had also been dealing with some anxiety issues my entire life. Like, I've always just been a very anxious, emotional person. Um, I think that kind of comes with perfectionism and a lot of people are perfectionists and they don't want to admit to it, but he, my son was really good at breastfeeding and I was just really bad at it. Like I did not want to wake up every three hours to feed him. And that made me feel like an awful person. Like, you know, you should be doing everything that you can to give your children everything that they need. And I just, I didn't want to do it. I was like, this sucks. I hate breastfeeding. It hurts, and there's so much to it, and I feel like I'm just constantly on the clock, like I don't ever get a break. Like many moms during that difficult newborn stage, Caitlin felt alone. Because no matter how hard her husband, or any husband, tries, they simply can't do everything mom can. And there were times that, because I was breastfeeding, it it felt like my husband had an excuse to not help. Because he would always just be like, oh, the baby's hungry. Here's the baby. And I'm like, I need two seconds to myself. So if you give me the baby right now, I might lose my mind. The newborn years are rough. I remember them well. My son had colic and he cried all the time. Seriously, nonstop screaming. I couldn't sleep and I began sinking into a really dark place. It was postpartum depression. And like me, Caitlin soon found herself in that space. She went to her doctor where they conducted a screening but they didn't tell Caitlin whether or not she had postpartum depression. 
so she assumed she was in the clear. But soon, Caitlin's feelings grew so overwhelming that she didn't think she'd ever make it through those newborn days, and she wrestled with thoughts that many moms have probably had. But yeah, it's, it's dark. It was, it was a dark time for sure. There were a few times that I was like, you know what? I'm just not cut out for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him up for adoption. I'm going to give him to my mom. Like, I'm not doing this. I can't. And really, once he became a toddler, it became like 10 times easier. When Caitlin told her husband about those feelings, he was the first to raise a red flag. And I think when he realized I really wasn't doing well was when I finally was just like, you know what? I, and there was a couple of times when I said, I think I'm just going to call my mom and tell her that she can have him. And at first he thought I was joking. But then after maybe the third or fourth time that I said it, he's like, do you actually want to give our baby up for adoption? And I said, I really don't think this is for me. I think that I am the worst person to have a newborn. And I think that he should just be with someone who has the experience to actually take care of him. And that just isn't me. And so I think when I finally explained it to him, like, yes, I really don't feel like this is what I should be doing, he finally was like, I think you should maybe see a therapist. Caitlin did see a therapist and was in and out of therapy for about a year and a half. Instead of using mood stabilizers, she wanted to get to the root of what was causing her issues. With the help of a therapist, she did. Caitlin's son is now a toddler, and looking back, she says she didn't care much for those newborn days. In fact, there were moments when she didn't think she'd ever make it through. It was a time when she dealt with an overwhelming amount of emotions, including anger. But I was also really angry all the time about everything. Like, I was angry that because I I was pregnant on my 21st birthday and when I had the baby it was we were also planning our ceremony we were already married but we were planning our ceremony and it just got to the point where I was just angry over everything I was like no you know what I don't want to have a wedding anymore I want to get a divorce and I want to sell our house and I'm going to move to the mountains and live by myself and everyone can just leave me alone and I was just angry all the time And I finally was just like, you know what? I wasn't this angry before. Caitlin brings up something important. Postpartum depression isn't just depression. It can be other forms of extreme emotion as well. And it's important to notice those too. I think a lot of women don't realize that depression isn't always sadness. So for me, it was just anger and irritability. And even though I was sad, like there was a part of me that was sad, I feel like it was mainly just those extreme emotions that you don't normally have can also be PD and we just kind of ignore it. Luckily, Caitlin and her husband realized the importance of a therapist, and eventually she started to find her motherhood rhythm. After having a baby, women choose from several paths. Go back to work, work at home, be a stay-at-home mom. When it came time for Caitlin to choose, she knew what she wanted to do. I didn't want to spend all of my time with a newborn or with kids. And I felt like I needed more stimulation than being a stay-at-home mom could provide for me because I'm just not the type to want to sit at home and do arts and crafts. And I see a lot of stay-at-home moms that are really good at coming up with, like, curriculums and arts and crafts for their kids. And I just, it just wasn't me. So I felt the same. I was like, I want to go back to work just because I need that stimulation. I work outside the home too. And it's really hard. There's just so much to juggle. When the kids are sick, when school is closed, when you get a call that your toddler bit someone, but you're in the middle of an important meeting, the list goes on. Caitlin knows that struggle well, 
and she says the hardest part about being a working mom is the mom guilt. I would say it's a combination of not having enough time for my son, but also not having enough time for myself. Because I think my mom guilt kind of makes it so I do provide my son with enough, you know, love and attention. But I tend to always neglect my me time. And I think that's the hardest part is if I'm not giving enough to myself and I can't give enough to anybody. Working full time and being a mom and wife means one sure thing. You're busy. But Caitlin likes it that way. I love juggling things. As crazy as it sounds, like I always talk about how I don't have enough time for myself, but I love the fact that I'm a busy person and I love the fact that I always have something to do. And I feel like my life is, it's so full of things that I can look forward to. So I can, I can look forward to going to work and I can look forward to kind of cultivating my career, but then I can also come home and be excited to hang out with my toddler and we can play with blocks or we can... You know, so it's just always having something to look forward to. That may not resonate with everyone, but I can relate. I've always been the type who's best when they're busy. But of course, having too much going on isn't always easy either. I mean, there's the dark side to that where I'm like, I don't I don't have enough time for anything. And I feel like I'm, I spread myself too thin. But I, I think if I, because when I wasn't going to school, I was actually bored. I was bored with just going home and playing with my son and then going back to work and then coming home to play with my son. So I needed something else to focus my attention on. Um, And I just realized that I can't be bored. I'm not a good person when I'm bored. (laughs) Every motherhood journey is unique. Some moms will work outside the home. Others will devote their entire day to raising their tiny humans. I'm very passionate about the fact that there's no right or wrong way. And at the end of the day, we're all in this together. And we're all going to experience moments when things just don't work out. For those days, Caitlin has some advice. We just have to be okay with not being perfect. And we kind of just have to embrace the chaos. Because if you're a perfectionist, you kind of, you probably already have a set schedule for how everything is going to go and how much time you're going to spend on everything. And as it turns out, things don't always go according to plan. And so you think you're going to spend, you know, like for me, it was always like, I'm going to spend two hours studying. Well, then I get into studying and either it's like, oh, I need to spend a lot more time on this because I don't actually know the material or I already know the material. So why am I going to spend two hours on this? And so it was everything was never going according to my plan. And it was really frustrating. And I was like, I either I'm a terrible planner or this, I just need to be okay with how this is going to go. And that's, that's kind of what helped me was just saying, okay, I'm just going to roll with the punches. I'm going to be as flexible as possible. And I'm still going to make my schedules because that helps me to see like where I'm going to spend my time, but I'm just going to be okay with being uncomfortable. Caitlin says the best way to describe motherhood, at least her motherhood is chaos. And that's pretty relatable. If you're going to be a mom, you should just expect things to be chaotic. And if you're expecting your kids to be, you know, perfect or you're expecting them to be like the nice little, I'm going to go to bed at eight and I'm never going to talk back to my mom and I'm going to clean up after myself. Then you're you're going to be very surprised. (laughs) After everything she's been through, Caitlin has started to realize her identity is found in so much more than her motherhood. And she has some very important perspective on that identity. It's okay if you don't think that this is the best thing that ever happened to you. And I've been 
I've been quoted saying that to a lot of my family members who kind of were concerned about me. They're like, she doesn't even think that this is the best thing that ever happened to her. And I had to kind of reiterate, like, no, I don't think it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I think my son is awesome and I love him to death and I'm really glad that we had him. But I think that my life has a bigger purpose than just having kids. And it's very noble if you decide that this is what you want to do and this is all you ever want to do with your life. But I also think it's okay if you're like, it's cool that this is a part of my life that I'm going to have. But then once my kids grow up and they move out, I'm still going to have my whole life ahead of me after that. I think having kids can be a part of it. And that after that, you can do something else. So many people, you know, have these amazing lives after their kids grow up and move out. And it's great that they had kids, but that's not their whole life. I can definitely relate to that. And I think it's really important for moms to hear. Maybe you don't think motherhood is the only thing you have going for you, and that's probably because it's not. You were your own person before motherhood, and you will be when your kids leave the nest, too. For Caitlin, while she loves her son, she knows her journey doesn't end here. I can't wait for my son to grow up and see the kind of person he's going to be, and then I'm going to have my own life and do the things that I want to do. And I don't think I should be defined just because I had a kid either. It's a great part of my life. And I love that. I love him now that he's a toddler. <laughs> I love that we're past the newborn stage, but it's not the only thing that we're going to do as a married couple. Thank you to Caitlin for sharing her story. Next week, we've got another great motherhood story to share with you. So please tune in for that. Thanks for listening. Motherhood Material is produced by me, Heather Kuntz. Music by Eric Medias. For more information or to be featured, please contact motherhoodmaterialpod at gmail.com.